What's up, everybody? Tyler here from the Antihero Podcast, and I'm selling out for an ad. However, none of this would be possible on the audio platforms without Spotify for Podcasters. Spotify for Podcasters allows me to record, edit, and distribute to all audio platforms for the Antihero Podcast. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, all you need is a mic and a computer. Hell, I don't even think you need that. I think you literally just need your phone. Spotify for Podcasters is for you, so give them a try. There was something called running the gun, which this was a video and you uh, took a test on it. Uh, what would you do while you're walking down the hallway and an inmate is prepping himself? So when you pass the cell, he comes on your face. That's called running the gun. What just <laughs> I'm holding back the. Hey, make sure it's just so satisfying. Hey, make sure everyone's fat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> make sure my titties don't like. Okay. You can throw it over there if you want. You're not fat, though. For some odd reason, I have multiple pictures of you shirtless. <laughs> and you're not fat. All right. Let's kick it off with. <laughs> let's kick it off with. I don't know where you got this. Oh, yeah, I do send them to you. <laughs> Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Check, check. Hey, no, if you want want it, like, down lower, just adjust these things. (coughs) Is it good? Yeah. Kind of like having a dick in your face. I mean, I I don't even know what I should say about my background, really, to be honest. Um, I I just wanted to keep it short, you know what I mean, but... Yeah, well, I mean, all right, so we have BK with us, and... Okay, we're rolling? Yeah, we've been rolling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will edit the first part. <laughs> but I want to address what happened earlier today. When was it today? When I I opened my phone up and we happened to be walking, me and my wife behind me, and we were walking to the front door, and we I cannot, saw it. We, we can, hey, hey, we cannot address that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we, we can't. We can't. <laughs> we're already at an edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> edit this part out. <laughs> yeah. We have a group chat, and uh, yeah. I opened it up in front of my wife. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah, it's a Florida thing. All right. So well, I was thinking. Florida. I was telling him. I was like, "Hey, I want Moon to do a good impression at the house." You didn't even make it to the house. A good impression? Oh, impression. like make a good impression. Oh, in front of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a Flor- it's a Florida thing. Okay? okay, relax. I don't know what's the Florida thing mean. It means this doesn't happen. Ch- is it like a that, challenge? That thing doesn't. That doesn't happen up in Boston, okay? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Those things, those things like right. that don't happen up in Boston. Back but real? Sorry, folks. We can't get into it. Okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> already. Whoa, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> you can't hear her, don't you? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. No, they don't. But anyways, go ahead. It was a really funny story he sent. Yeah. yeah. I wish we could get into it. But, you know, I'm undercover. You know what I mean? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. So I just was going to ask you real quick because you you only want to hit up on it a little bit. But your background as far as uh, like football. And I want to talk about where you're from. Okay. That's really interesting. Yep. So I'm originally from the Boston, you know, Boston area, basically, you could say. Because we we moved around a bunch of times. But my dad's from Charlestown and my mom's from Woburn. You know, which is pretty prominent towns up there. You know, Charlestown from the town, the movie. You don't say Charleston, Charles, Charleston, Charleston. Or did you like? He said you say Charlestown. <laughs> yeah. You've always said it like that. 
Mm-hmm. How do you say it? I thought it was Charleston. No, the, uh, Charleston, South Carolina is a different thing. Okay? <laughs> no. Charleston from, and Charlestown. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. how the Bostonians say it, though? No, no. Charleston. No. So I grew up mostly from uh, my freshman year of high school in Wilmington, which is about maybe 10 minutes outside the city, north. Um, so it was a nice town, you know, uh, a lot of good people played sports there. I was a three-sport athlete. Uh, played football, basketball, baseball. I was a captain of football and baseball, and um, went on to play college football after that. So um, it was a good time. My dad, you know, is a city kid, so he taught me everything I know. My personality mostly comes from him, okay, because he was the one that was taking the tee when he was 10 years old into Boston by himself to go watch Red Sox games, you know. Taking and the tee means, like, the train, okay. Oh, uh, I thought we were talking about <laughs> testosterone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten years old. No, no, no. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get him on that, but uh, yeah, no, he wasn't taking any tea yet. But uh, he was, yeah, wow. he was taking a train. But yeah, he's an old school city guy. My mom, you know, is basically the same thing too. My grandmother grew up, in, you know, in Dorchester, so she grew up there her whole life. She actually lived next to Whitey Bulger. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Yep. So that's um, a good movie. Yeah. But so then you. No, so I went on to play. Anyways, no, so I went on to play college football. After that, it was funny because um, so I got recruited by Chip Kelly up in. He was the coach, the offense, offensive coordinator up at University of New Hampshire. So I got recruited for a Division One AA football. Basically, my dad said, "Is it okay to swear on here?" Mm-hmm. My dad said, "Absolutely fucking not. You're not going there." Okay. University of New Hampshire because it was a party school you know I was 18 my dad's like no way I'm not sending you there you're gonna fail out in two in two minutes was it a full ride or just uh it was a 20 percent football like sports scholarship okay okay so there was so he still had to fit the bill the the rest of the time so he's like okay well I'm gonna be paying half or more than half for you to go to to this division one double a school there's no guarantee that you're even gonna play okay up there even though I had the size the strength and the arm strength you know to play division one um, so he's like, you know what? I'm sending you to, to paramilitary college. I go division three paramilitary college. I go, what? What's that? So, uh, Massachusetts Maritime Academy. Oh shit. It's yeah. like a military institute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a military institution. So I end up going to mass maritime my freshman year of college and college. Yeah. Yeah. So here, <laughs> here I am, had no interest. I mean, lights I, out at eight. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had interest in the military, but not at that time. I was yeah. focused on playing football here. I am thinking I'm going to go play division one football somewhere. And he's basically shooting my dreams down at the time. I thought he was an asshole mm-hmm. looking back on it and saying, wow, I was 18 years old and I was a dumbass. You know what I mean? And I was drinking beers every single weekend, partying, chasing girls, doing whatever. I said, wow, that was a good decision on his part. You know what I mean? Because that freshman year, I really grew up and matured as a person. So when I was 19, 20, I mean, my grades didn't show for it. I'll tell you that right now. I ended up failing classes. Um, I didn't want to be there. You know, I tried the best I could, you know, being a positive attitude on the team, you know, this and that. But I, I legit did not want to be there. I was miserable. At you know? the school in Yeah, general. because it was legit. You know, if you... If you got in trouble, they made you stay the whole entire weekend on campus, and then you had to sign in every hour on the hour from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. in your uniform. So if you got in any type of trouble whatsoever. Wow, that's a sick weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's not college. So, yeah, <clears throat> it wasn't college. Meanwhile, 
when we didn't get in trouble, we were off at, you know, Bridgewater State, UMass Amherst. Watching uh, everybody else have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, wait, this is real college? You know what I mean? Like, this is amazing, you know? And we, we got carried away with it. You know, and half the guys that I went to school with there left, you know, after their freshman or sophomore years. Only a couple guys graduated from that school, you know, and they're all doing great now. Um, but I left and I took the year off and I went to community college and I played semi-pro football uh, for a team out of Lynn, Massachusetts, just to stay in football shape. And, you know, it was all former like division one guys that were too old or too beat up to play anymore. And they still wanted to play for fun, you know, this and that, but they were paying to play. And I was kind of like on scholarship, you know what I mean? Because I was here, I am a young kid, you know, they were like, wow, this kid's nasty, you know, let's, let's keep him, you know, give him the, the, the shirt for free we'll paint his helmet for free. We'll do all this other stuff for free, you know? So basically getting paid, you know, in a sense, to go play the semi-pro league. And then I have transfer and get my grades up, transfer into uh, Worcester State University where I played for two years. Um, and then after that, I went on to um, basically try out for, I went to an NFL regional combine at the New York Jets. Um, oh, yeah, went there. Yeah, that. there was, I think there was like 10 or 11 quarterbacks there. And during the, the tryout, they were sending people home. You know, if they, if you didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here I am, like, you know, I drove all the way to New York with my dad and here I am in New York city with my dad. He's like, all right, drops me off at the Jets facility. Here I am this like 22, 23 year old kid. Like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Here I am at the, at the New York Jets facility. I'm taking pictures with my phone, acting like a a fanboy. You know what I mean? And I'm inside and there was guys, there was like a tight end from the Buffalo Bills that was there. There was a couple of running backs from like Harvard, you know, all these big name schools like South Carolina, Clemson, you know, all these wide receivers. Here I am throwing to these like big name dudes. And here I am just a small school guy, you know, try, trying to make it maybe even like a practice team or even just get film, you know, because they filmed the whole entire thing yeah. when I was there. And they called me halfway through the season and they're like, hey, we need a quarterback. Are you interested to come play? I was like, yeah, but uh, let me, you know consult my dad real quick, you know what I mean, to see what's going on. I was like, so what's the what's the contract like? He's like, all right, we'll bring you in for the la- last half of the season. Um, it's going to be 150 bucks a week. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, 150 bucks a week. You throw a ball in the stands, we deduct $25 from your paycheck. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so are you guys paying for my flight to Knoxville? He goes, absolutely not. He goes, we have a house. Um, we have a we have a house. We have two meal vouchers a day, right? So this guy's sleeping on the floor. This Holy guy's shit, it's like the military. We have a chow hall for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bunk. Like, they're like, oh yeah, we have guys sleeping on the floor, you know. But you know, you can just find a spot, just bring an air mattress, you know, just fly out, you know, this and that. And I'm looking at flights. It's like four hundred dollars for a one way ticket. And here yeah. I am, a 22 year old kid with no money, you know. And I'm working some overnight. Um, I was working an overnight job at Budweiser at the time trying to pay my way to go to all these tryouts and train during the day. So I was training five hours a day during the day, then working overnight, stacking beer at Budweiser, you know? So I'm like, I don't have the money to pay to go there and then live and survive for maybe yeah. maybe six weeks, you know? You got to eat more than twice a day. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I got to eat more than twice a day. And then, you know, what happens when the season ends? I got to pay for a flight back, you know? So it was really a hard decision for me because here I am getting an opportunity to go play professionally, you know, and I had to say no to these guys. And would it have benefited you? Did you have a chance or was it kind of? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, we need our quarterbacks are hurt and we need a quarterback now. Like, are you willing to come in and basically start immediately right then and there? 
And I was like, it's like how bad do you want a quarterback? Yeah, exactly. I go, how bad do you want it? I said, are you, I was trying to negotiate with him over the phone. I said, how bad do you want me there? You know, do you really want me to come play? And, and uh, are you going to pay for my flight? Are you going to pay for yeah. this? And he's like, nope, sorry. We don't do that. We don't do this. Do I'm like, so how are you guys getting these guys from Clemson to come play for you? You know, if you're only giving them two meal vouchers and they're sleeping on cots, you know what I mean? In a house, mm-hmm. you know, but they wanted it that bad. They wanted to go yeah. play at the next level. So um, after that, I said, you know, I sat down and, you know, my body was beat up. I tore my MCL, ruptured my meniscus. I had a pinched nerve in my neck. Both my arms went numb and the nerve endings in my arms are dead. And then I got hit so hard in college that my trap muscle exploded into my shoulder and I thought I broke my collarbone. So I went off to the sideline and they cut the jersey off of my pads and they had to, it took them like a month to massage my trap back up into my neck. So, Damn, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so here I am like, all right, at 23, I was like, what am I going to do? So then I go to my dad. I'm like, hey, you know, fo- this football thing is not working out and time's running out. You know what I mean? When you're getting your 25, 26, 27, you're an old man in the football game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the chances of you actually making it and making money out of football is slim to none. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those guys that have big contracts in the NFL, you don't see that. You know what I mean? And most of those guys are on practice squads making, yeah, they're making 5000 a week. But after taxes, and then what are you going to do after football? You need a normal job. Yeah. You know? So I said, what do you think I should do? My dad's like, why don't you be a cop? I'm like, oh, man, that sounds like a good idea. Sick. You know what I mean? Let's, let's, let's go be a cop. Yeah, well, let me ask you, what about it? Was it, a, was it just a good fallback, or was it a, was it a well, good? So my uncle, um, my dad's brother was a cop for, he just retired after 34 years in my, in my hometown. So I looked up to him, um, and I always used to see him in his police car, you know what I mean, driving around, or just see the guys at the station, how close they were. Or we had like a 4th of July event, right, every year in our town. And all the cops were always with each other, the brotherhood, you know what I mean? They're all hanging out. They're all boys. They all know each other. They hang outside of work. You know, I said, wow. I said, that's kind of like football, you know what I mean? Mm. Being with the boys all the time, you know, what I thought was being with the boys all the time. Okay, but we'll get into that. Um, Ends up being super (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Edit that out. (laughs) So, you know, uh, policing was going to be what I thought was like football, right? Mm. You're with the boys, you're hanging out, camaraderie, brotherhood, team, you know, you're, you're basically on a team, right? So I said, that sounds like a good idea. My dad's like, why don't you become a mass state trooper? Right. That would have been cool. For sure. For sure. So I took the civil service like three times. And up in Mass, it's a lot different than in Florida. Florida, you can apply. And you hear mm-hmm. back a week later saying, yeah, hey, yeah come on in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need, we'll have you on in three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not 300 people short or anything, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, uh, so, yeah, you know, up there, you go through the civil service, you take the exam, you know, where 25,000 people are taking this exam. Because everybody, for the whole state? For well, that, yeah, I would say, interrupt. Up north, it's way harder to be a cop. Than they have really good else. benefits, though, right? Like retirement. It's, a, it's the same down here. Yeah. It, it's, it's the same thing. They have, they have it, but it's just for some odd reason. Up north, people wait a year or two just to take a test, just to see if you'll, to, uh, you will just, uh, just my hands. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. what made you? But it no no. Are you done? It takes up north to be a cop. It's like it's a big it's, deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. A big they deal. make it really tough, impossible. So if you're if you're a trooper yeah, and done. you get a letter in the ma- if, if if you're trying to be a trooper and you get a letter in the mail that you're accepted into like the 84th RTT or whatever, 
like that's your golden ticket. Like you're set for the rest of your life, right? Mm. Like you're going to make great money. They make good money up there. They have great details. You know, you're known as a state trooper, you know, like those guys are badass, right? Or look badass. on. The and they do actual police work too, right? They're not just highway patrol. Um, in like the, in like the towns out West, they do, I mean, in Boston a little bit. Um, the, well, the state troopers in New York were detectives and they were kind yeah, of the yeah, bodyguards yeah. of the head honchos and stuff. And they did, they did actual police work. Yeah, they're, they're, they do. The state troopers up north, like New Jersey, I knew they got paid well. They did a lot of shit. Yeah, super new, respected yeah, yep. and feared. Yeah, yeah. The Connecticut state troopers, everyone's scared shitless going through Connecticut. Like, they're strung out throughout the highway, you know, everywhere. What? Give me that. I can't reach him. Did no. you let Kyle have any? No, no, he didn't. You guys didn't. I asked for one. You guys didn't get me one. I had four sitting here. Yeah. Sam drank them all. <laughs> no, that's it. Uh, there was only uh, the gas station card machine was down, so I drew out 40. I thought you were drinking water. I asked for a seltzer. <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah. Tyler What's goes, I thought hey, a seltzer get... water. I was like, hey, man, there's four sitting right there. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler, I was them. like, hey, Tyler, I'll take a water and a seltzer. He's, and he comes back with a water. He just throws it at him. <laughs> I, I <thought laughs> Dude, this is his excuse. If someone's late, he just pounds booze. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Go I got ahead. some good stuff about Sam. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> like how he just ditched me on a call the other night. But anyways, uh, well, I didn't want to do the report. Yeah, yeah, we know. I saw you sneak <laughs> off. He was standing in the he's standing literally in the darkness in the corner. I go, what is he doing down there? As the suspect that? is walking away, Sam's standing in the darkness down by the He wants to be number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, this motherfucker. So, anyways. So yeah, trying to you know, um trying to become a cop up north is way harder than down here. Way harder. Yeah. I mean, it's still hard to get on down here because you gotta take the polygraph, right? The guys I talk to up north are all scared to take the polygraph and come down here. You know, like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to pass. What made you come down here? I've asked you once. I forgot. So, so we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but... Um, I don't want to talk about myself as we're 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you joined the military. No, we didn't. Not yet. Yeah, right? not yet. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. So, but, but the reason why I came down here is because I saw the deputy. I was on a vacation, um, and I saw the deputy standing in the back of Epcot. Mm. And I go, dude, I go, you're... Standing in the back of Epcot at Disney World underneath a palm tree making money. And he's like, yeah, but don't come down here. There's no money. I was like, dude, I'll do your job for free. Okay. Compared to where I'm coming from and what yeah. I see and what I'm doing, I will do oh, your job. Oh, yeah, because we got to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'll do your job for free. Okay. <laughs> because I'm like, I see him and I'm like, I would literally kill to be in his position right now. You know what I mean? Just to be standing there making money. So... You know, at 23, I was like, what am I going to do in the meantime? Trying to wait for the civil service exam, you know. And I had a couple buddies that were, uh, you know, COs or whatever up up north. And, you know, I ended up getting into that, right? So Is that just because you're like, fuck it, I know people that's doing it? It's like... Yeah, yeah, I know guys that are doing it. Um, everyone's trying to become... All my buddies are trying to become cops. You know, a kid I played college football against um, ended up becoming one of my really good friends. And he was in it, you know, and I knew him. He's a super tough kid from Boston, you know, and he was awesome. Super good dude, right? So I was like, you know what? I'll do this in the meantime. It's good money. Um, and it's a good stepping stone, right, to, to become a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, six six years later. Look at all the work you did. Yeah, yeah. And then some fucking <laughs> dumbass 20-year-olds coming in. Like, yeah, with yeah, no exactly. Yeah. So, so all the time I spent inside prison you know what i mean 
all the hours, the days, not knowing if I was going to leave. Oh, you were in a prison where people go prison, for a yeah. long time, yeah, yes. not like a jail. So or- the max sentence there was seven years and then anything after that. So they would do their seven years for whatever they got convicted for and then say there was another conviction for another crime. They would go to like Shirley Max, mm. right, which is up upstate a little bit. So where, you know, in the, in the movie The Town where you see him, you know, at that prison, that was, that was Walpole, right? And Walpole was like renowned, you know what I mean? As like the worst prison in the whole Northeast at one point, whatever. People feared going there, right? Well, like, you're, it's when I talk to you about stories and like you had to acclimate yourself to come down here socially, like I've never yes. been to Boston, but like everybody shares that, that, that video of like, I need you to come with me. I can't tell you what you're doing. You're probably one of the only people that I know that would be like, okay. And like oh, not ask any questions. Yeah, not, and, not a question. But it's like in your DNA almost. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had to acclimate myself to come down here and I had to calm down my, calm myself down. Yeah. Like, to like socially interact with these people because my buddies from back home, like, I, I don't know if I should tell these stories on here. You know what I mean? But are willing to <laughs> not saying they did or didn't. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we might have been at a party one time and we might, you know, my buddy, this kid was talking shit and it got taken care of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> all right, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, because what's gonna happen no. is yeah. some state trooper is gonna send it to another state trooper. Like, hey, they're talking about us. He's gonna listen to be like, I worked that. Yeah, I, yeah, I have a suspect. <laughs> well, I mean, because we were talking about how when, like, I mean, just to call somebody like you fuck out in public here oh, in Florida yeah, yeah, yeah. in Disney, they'd be like. They call the police on yeah, you. Like yeah. he verbally accosted me. So here's a funny story. I was uh, I was leaving the the prison one night, and all my buddies were going to the hop, which is like across the street from the, the TD Garden, right? So it's like a bar across the street. So the hop is the bar. bar? Yeah, yeah, it's called okay. the Hop. Yeah. Okay. So all my buddies are inside, and I had to bring a change of clothes, right, to the jail, and I had to change after shift mm-hmm. in the locker room, and then I went out. So I'm standing in line. Just full of fucking rage. Rage. <laughs> rage, right? Here I am getting shit thrown on me and piss, okay, for eight hours, right? Yeah. Somebody's f- flooding out their cell and there's just shit. I'm walking in shit water the whole, the whole night, right? Or somebody's shoving, you know, a chicken bone down their dick hole, okay? So, bro, I know, feel for COs, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> get it in, Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, for I feel for the COs that are trying to leave, that are doing it as a stepping stone. Okay, mm. the people that want to work there for the rest of their lives, I don't feel bad for them, because you're making that decision to stay there. Yeah, you know it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, wait, can I tell you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Man. Real quick, I try out for. Uh, I tried out for. I applied. I applied, <laughs> tried uh, out. I applied for <laughs> county corrections. Yeah, and I failed. <laughs> Wait, what What part of the application process did you fail? I don't know. They didn't want to tell me. I just failed, so I became a cop. <laughs> yeah, you're a lucky bastard. But, uh, but, but real quick, when I was trying out, applying, or testing, there was something called running the gun, which this was a video, and you uh, took a test on it. Uh, what would you do while you're walking down the hallway and an inmate is prepping himself so when you pass the cell... He comes on your face. That's called running the gun. 
So he's he's sitting there jerking it. And yes, you're gonna walk and then by you're walking and gonna, down your thing, and then he just and they're asking, money shots your face. They're what asking, you what would you do? Yes, that's fucking b- battery, bro. One hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, in the yeah. jail. Well, well, how could <laughs> you, get, how, could, how could you make that a multiple choice? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would wa- I would wipe it off and be like. Which is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so, cummed on the face. You know what's but funny? I failed, so. I was working day shift one day, and. Um, you got cummed. No, 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 I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get cummed on. So I was working day shift. You legitimately like, wait, you got cummed <laughs> I was working day shift, and I go in to do my first morning round at 7 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. And this kid is, this kid's in his cell stroking it, right? Didn't break eye contact from me. I looked directly into his soul. Inside the cell. And he is stroking his pee-pee. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you kept it that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I had to count everybody in the cell. There's like five people in the room. So I oh, sure everyone's alive. Yeah, in the room. And they're all in there and he's still. Oh, yeah, they're all in there sleeping. And he's just going at it to town. Okay. And I'm like, dude, this guy's sick. Right. For you to b- not break eye contact with me. Right? How dare I, you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I was scarred the rest of my the rest of the day. <laughs> I, I could I couldn't walk sh- past the cell. <laughs> the longer, <laughs> But um, so yeah. Um, is being a cop what you expected it? Uh, no, not even I'm from the academy. Oh, wait, where did you, where did you do the academy at Valencia, in Florida? In Valencia, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a paramilitary there. Yeah, for sure. It it was good. It was, it was yeah, a rough, but, it's a rough academy. But it w- it wasn't paramilitary. No. I treated it as paramilitary, and I got demoted as like the squad leader because <laughs> I was too hard on the people on the kids. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I got demoted as the squad leader. The, the, the class proctor or whatever came to me and goes, hey, man, you, you got to relax. These are just kids. I go, what? Yeah. They're like, half these kids just graduated UCF like a week ago. Yeah. And none of them have any idea what you're doing. I go, are, are you kidding me? So here I am suffering all these years, right? Super squared away, you know, eating clean, not drinking crazy, you know, working out like a maniac. This is my dream is to be a cop, right? At this mm-hmm. point, after all the years I put in. You're about suffering. 10 years too late. In the cop world. I was 10 years. I was about 20 years yeah. too late in the cop world, okay? <laughs> so here I come, these all these young kids that just graduated UCF, you know, and they're all like about to start crying because I was being too hard on them for asking them to tuck their shirts in the right way, you know? Yeah, and taking pride yeah. in being there. And this dude comes to me, the class proctor, who kind of acted like it was paramilitary to start. Well, is the proctor a uh, cadre or is that a, yeah, in your... It was just like the class like... Um, well, I don't know how to, put it, but. to be fair, you're pretty intense. You just did make a dog shit herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. walked in. See that—that's the other problem is that everybody up north is like this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. oh, my buddies are probably even worse. Yeah. My buddies shit on me, right? Oh God, and you think I'm—you think I'm intense? You yeah. Know what I mean? I'm the no, one. I don't want to meet them. At yeah, all. yeah. I'm no. the one getting made fun of all the time. I just want one. What are your group chats like? Oh, no. <laughs> ruthless, ruthless group chats. You know, playing, you know, playing PlayStation, whatever, you know, ruthless. I almost have to shut my mic off. You know what I mean? Because I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. So, so coming down, yeah, so coming down here, you know, and in, in acclimating to the Florida life and the Florida kids, you know, all the softies that grew up here, no offense, you know. I didn't grow up here. Okay, good. I didn't grow up here either. All right. That's, That's why well, I yeah, like you. you're from New York. Yeah. So, yeah. But all the soft kids that were from Florida, you know, that got their feelings hurt if I said something to them, you know. And that was a big culture shock for me 
because I came from like an intense place, you know. Well, the up north mentality is brotherhood, family. Yes. You could be a total asshole. And it's just hard. I was yeah. listening to Joe Rogan talk. Boston is a hard place to live, mm-hmm. in the, especially when it's cold. It just creates hard people. Yeah. So like try, miserable. So try working in a prison in Dorchester and Roxbury. <laughs> In okay. the wintertime. <laughs> in the wintertime, okay? So you're, you're working in a prison in Dorchester. I was, worked on Methadone Mile, which is on Drugs, Inc., the TV show, right? So they would go up there and film Methadone Mile, and there was like 400 people shooting heroin up there. And I used to park my car right where they were shooting heroin. So you'd come out from your shift, and there'd be shit on your car, needles oh. all everywhere, mm-hmm. and dirty underwear, right? And you're like, what just happened? In the last eight hours, I was outside yeah. my inside working, you know? Um, Ooh. So here I am coming from that environment down to Florida and people are looking at me like I'm a psychotic, you know? Yeah. But I had the old Irish guys up there inside the prison, you know, that have worked there for 20, 25 years and they were, you know, grooming me to be a good, a good officer inside the prison, right? So I worked on like the emergency response teams. Mm-hmm. We used to go in, you know, when somebody was acting up inside of the cell, we'd go into the cell, you know, pop the door, go in, lug them to the hole, you know, which is segregation. You know, so I was with all those intense, intense guys that all worked out. They're all muscle. Dude, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. You guys are probably fucking animals. A- animals. <laughs> animals. Someone's There's, acting up, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, I, can't, I can't tell any stories. You know what I mean? Or else. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then um, I was trying. So I was trying to get on to the state police. I was trying to get on to my hometown police, which my uncle was at for 34 years. Right. You're like this. I get an interview because I scored an 98 on the civil service exam, like 98.5. Damn. Yep. So, and I finally get an interview. I go in, I rattle off all the numbers, how many people are in the town, this, that, you know, how many units there are at the, at the PD. I memorized everything, right? Went in super squared away. And they go, yeah, you're too intense to, to work here in the town. I go, oh. what? I go, are you kidding me? So here I am getting denied by my, my own hometown police department oh, wow, that, that my sucks. uncle yeah that my uncle worked out for 34 years. Damn. So I got super upset of that that, you know. And that kind of pushed me over the edge. Mm-hmm. And then I had a buddy that worked in the prison who joined, you know, the military, right? A branch of the military and was like, "Hey man, you know, I think this would be really good for you to get out of the the prison." Um, there's they have this specialized um, how do I say it? Like, You're not going to be able to get away with saying that and not, I know people I know. are going to be like, so they have this, this they have this specialty that correlates with law enforcement. Okay. They have a special MOS. You could call it that correlates with law enforcement specifically. And I said, all right, sick. You know what I mean? Like j- sign me up. Right. And he was working at MEPS. He was actually, um, one of the guys that runs the paperwork at MEPS. Right. So he was on, he got out of the jail and he got put on active duty orders because he was sick and tired of, of the, the prison, right? Mm-hmm. So I go through him, go through his recruiter, get in, right? Here I am off to boot camp, uh, you know, a couple weeks later. And this is 2019, in which I was 29 years old. So here I am going to boot camp with a bunch of young kids at 29. And I was like, I have to do this to get out of the prison. I have to. Here I am getting denied by my own hometown police department that my uncle worked at for 34 years, okay, and knows everybody in the town, right? And now I have to make this decision because I need something else on my resume to, you know, produce the results I need, I want, right? So here I am going to boot camp. Real quick, just yeah. for the 
viewers or listeners, being in boot camp at 29 is considered an old man. Because when yeah. I went into boot camp, it was 18. I was 19. Mm-hmm. I was 18. Mm-hmm. And like, and we were calling the 25-year-old guys old men yeah. there. So Yeah. So 29, here I am going to boot camp. And I was actually at the end of boot camp. They actually said, oh, yeah, you know. You're too intense. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they actually said the opposite. They said, hey, you're, you know, let's, hey, is Moon here? I was like, yeah, right here. And they were like, hey, man, you're, you're the, the drill instructors go, you're the gray man. We didn't even know you were here, you know, because I was so just dead set on getting out of there and getting to my goal of becoming a cop, you know, that I went there super squared away, did everything, you know, whatever, didn't get yelled at. They didn't even know I was there at all, right, which is pretty hard to do. And um, once I finished that, then I went back to my unit, you know, in the reserves, okay, and then I went to South Carolina to training at a law enforcement establishment, you know, for 10 weeks overnight, which was another law enforcement academy. Yeah. So here I am, I went through the corrections academy, went through this academy, went through boot camp, and now, you know, here I am going through... You mean? Can't, you, you can't we'll, say that. We'll beep it out. What? We'll beep it out. What did I say? <laughs> but you can can't I say what branch of the military. Did I say it? No. Can I pee? Uh, Go ahead, bud. Fucking Christ, dude. You have a bladder of a 12 year old. Well, he just fucking chugged. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. waiting for you. I feel like we were a little bit. <laughs> I felt like we were. I don't think I was. You know? I don't know if I was. What the hell was that? Are we off the record? Yeah. It was an off. Oh. Uh. All right, we off the right, let's get back. Anyway. Let's get back on the record. <laughs> all right, Sam all right, all right. is visibly <laughs> intoxicated. You're visibly. <laughs> all right, so uh, are we live? We're always we're always live. live. We're live. Yeah. Yes, you no, should. No, have. no, what no, the no, fuck? No, no. <laughs> not, like, not like live, like streaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was supposed to be like, what we'll the? edit it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> I'm about no. to have a warrant. <laughs> Takes off running out the door. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so oh, you're uh, you just did your your boot camp. Well, your ch- job training for basically the MOS, like the um, mili- like the law enforcement law style. enforcement style, um, but not training. MP. It's not you. MP. It's not a okay. MP. And by the way, MPs do not do real cop work. And they're okay. not real cops. Yeah, and they're not real cops. <laughs> I support MPs. No. <laughs> I will say this. Do MPs go to domestics every single day? Like I commented on your on your post, Tyler, because that one kid wanted to say, oh, yeah, I'm an MP and a cop, and we both do the same things. Oh, yeah. So are you going to domestics and robberies at the PX every single day? <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. All right? Yeah. Okay? So don't tell me you do the same job because I know some MPs. And one of my buddies just came back from Kuwait and said they were on buses in Kuwait without mags in their rifles, okay? Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that an MP in the military does the same thing as a fucking Hey, cop. we're pretty much infantry, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. That I've had, I've heard that we're pretty much infantry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so you're, we're at the military mark. Yeah, so here I am three years in. Um, into the into, service. Into the service, right. okay. Uh, yeah, I would say three years in. All right, and then the uh, and you're still at the uh, prison still too, right? Or no, so, so active orders. So now I'm I'm down here now. Okay, okay. Right, I so I did two years, and then my third year I came down here, okay. right? So I transferred to a unit down here. So what are you doing for full time? For for work? Are you doing that full time pretty much? <laughs> no, because I got the job down here okay. as, as right. a cop, and then I transferred down got too. It. All right. So, 
I don't even know how to begin to start this conversation. Um, but you know, the whole stick, stick thing. Stick. So the, do you say pandemic? Stick. Stick demic. You can say pandemic. You can't just say. Do you say pandemic? Yeah, you can say that. You just can't say the C word and you can't say the J word. That's that's like flagged by uh, the algorithms. Okay. So they'll so like. The they'll pa- yeah, you can pandemic. say pandemic. Can you? He can't say pandemic right now. <laughs> he is a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so the pandemic was halfway through, right? And, or maybe even more. This is like August of 21, right? Yeah, we're about. About six months in at that point. Yeah, yeah. So August of 2021. And. Oh, wait, no. We're a year and a half in. It was 2020 when the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're a year and a half in. Okay. Okay. So this makes it even worse. Yeah. All right. So this is what pisses me off even more. Right. So we're a year and a half in. As in, as a cop? No. As a cop? Into the pandemic. So we're a year and a half of. Yeah. As a cop. Okay. And in the pandemic. <laughs> well, because you, yeah, you know, what? I just looked at you and I spaced out real quick, and I was looking into your eyes, and I was like, "Wow, watching me jerk yeah, off." Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Sam, "Sam just mem- mesmerized me with his eyes." Wait, so how'd you guys yes. meet? We met on the road. Yeah, in patrol. Yeah, yeah, that's how I met you. That's why you, you were our day you were one Ramsey's. Uh, no, oh, we was Ramsey's. No, uh, we, training we did, when I met him. We did day one on, on midnight together. Right? Yes, remember? And oh. we were, and we were yeah, hated both yeah. had, from day yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. You guys both had uh, the sergeant. Yes. <laughs> he was a right, toxic man. <laughs> yeah. And I was schlob burnt out. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but. So that's the. So we weren't young. Me and Sam weren't young kids. And in a, in a squad full of mostly young kids. Squad full of mostly yeah. brand new young kids, okay, that were eager. You know, to go out there and burn the which, city down. Which anybody who gets this job is because when I when yeah. I first got I the job, I was eager and I wanted. I thought, yeah, if I was twenty one and I got this job, I'd probably be eager too. But here yeah. I am, thirty years old. Well, you got to start worrying about the, your job. Yeah, and yeah, and having, having a job. paycheck. Yeah, you know, and and affording to live. You know, because here you are paying your bills, and you're like, what am I gonna do if I lose this job? Yeah, I'm legitimately you have no I'm, life skills. No, li- no <laughs> that life you skills. You utilize for yeah, money. <laughs> you know, and I, I had this conversation with a, with a lieutenant. And he's like, "You have plenty of life skills that you could put." I go, "I can't name one, dude. What? Put handcuffs on people? You know?" I go, "That's all I've done for the last ten years." Yeah, right. Is put handcuffs on people. Throw footballs. Yeah, throw footballs and put handcuffs on people. All right, sick. You know, and and you know, articulate uses a force. Okay, where is that going to be used in the workforce? You can be a bartender. Y- yeah, a bouncer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, me and Sam met, and, you know, me and Sam were in some legit pretty intense situations just by ourselves, you know, and I watched Sam and how cool, calm, and collect he was, and he wasn't freaking out, you know, we weren't freaking out on the radio, you know, we had a, we had a, a guy trashing a, a, um, a convenience store one night, right, our gas station store, and this guy's losing his mind in the gas station store, and me and Sam show up. And no one's there to help because everyone else is on calls. Yeah. So it's just me and Sam by right, ourselves. Yeah, it's midnight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me and yeah, Sam yeah. are by ourselves alone. The radio is clear channel, you know. For somebody else? Yeah. For oh, y'all? yeah, yeah. For somebody else, right? <laughs> so no one, no one, no, me and Sam can't talk on the radio. No one knows where we're at. They just see where we are on the, on the call screen, right? And this guy comes flying out of the convenience store at me and Sam. I was like, stop, 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 stop. He's like, oh. And then <laughs> we just like take him down, you know? But I, though I would say when I really liked you was, remember we were walking out of the hotel, 
And the drunk Russian guy who just got oh, married yep. was kicking. He was kicking a car. Yep. And uh, we walked out, and he wouldn't listen to me. So I got Mr. Intense. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the guy. The guy was okay. We'll we'll justify it by saying the guy hit his wife. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, he was. Now, yeah. Baby. yeah. Yeah. The guy he was hit kicking the cars. He was he was kicking the car. Yeah. I actually, so be, fucking someone's car up is. To me, worse than anything you can do. You touch my fucking car, wow. you deserve an ass beating. Okay, according to law enforcement <laughs> standards, <laughs> acor- according to law enforcement um, wife, but not the policy, okay, that does <laughs> not, not count as being able to beat somebody up. <laughs> I'm just saying you deserve it. You touch another man's whip. That's it. All right, so we're we're a year and a half into the pandemic. We're a year and a half. All right, into let's backtrack you. here because we're getting yeah. off topic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like August of 21, right? And then the. Uh, all of a sudden, all this stuff is coming out about the, the stick, yeah. right? So we can't say certain words on here, folks. Sorry about that. But yeah, it, yeah all this stuff stick. is coming out about the, about the stick. Yeah. Oh, they're so making government uh, armed forces. Push it hard. Yeah. All government, all government, all federal government employees were getting the stick. Yeah, we're, 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 we're getting the stick, right? Yeah. So they started pushing it before it was mandatory. Okay. They started pushing it hard. They said, okay, this is going to become mandatory, so you might as well get it now. Just get it now. The just bully, get it. Yeah, bullying, just, bro. Yeah, just get it now, right? So all these guys line up, right? And there's, there's four people in my unit. We all, we all stuck together. Those four of us, okay, that, that stood up and said, we're, we're not doing this, right? And one of my buddies had nine years in active duty in the Army. And he goes, I'm done, dude. I go, I got poked. He went to Afghanistan twice, right? Was um, over there, and he's like, I'm done. He goes, I'm not getting... Stuck anymore, right? He goes, I've taken the yellow fever. I've taken typhoid. I've taken anthrax. I've taken all the stuff. He goes, I'm done. He goes, I don't want anything else in my body. And then he started doing more research on it. And he's telling me all these things that are happening or the side effects or what what the drug is. And I go, hold on. So I just lasted a year and a half, okay, without getting sick. And here I am, a healthy adult male. I don't have any health issues at all. I don't go. I don't even have a primary care doctor. Okay. I don't go to the doctor even when I get sick. I take some Advil. <laughs> That's the Boston in you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm stubborn. I don't. I don't go to the doctor and be like, oh, I need. I need medicine. Uh, you know what I mean? I just suffer. What? No, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> As he's got beer in his mustache. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. <laughs> what? Yeah. This motherfucker. So. Um, you know, I, I don't go to the doctor. And here I am, a healthy adult male. And, you know, when we have PT tests, I'm at the top of the standard, right? And I, I lift, I train, I eat healthy, I make good decisions um, about my health. And now these guys are forcing this shot that just got released maybe four months ago. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what the studies are going to be, you know what I mean, or what's going to happen to my body, or if I'm going to be alive in five years, you know what I mean, from this thing. Who knows? Because all the other, I mean, yeah, you sign up in the military and they tell you you have to take all these shots, but people have been taking the shots and yeah, they do get, um, I said shot. Is that a bad thing? Mm. Mm. No. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. You're talking about like the, the, when you join, when you join the military, you are stuck with everything under God's green earth. Like yeah, 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 you're, you're jabbed with. And that's, you know. that's what you, blew my mind when it came to the stick was how come they just didn't sell like the other shots that we got? Because when I went overseas the first time, because like, you, you have to get all these shots to go overseas. They did. I wanted to go overseas. But, but they did. They, so my unit was deployable unit. 
and they uh-huh. said to go overseas you need to get this and that's or, what or I, I said yeah yeah, well, of yeah but <laughs> you told me you go moon just take it man I just did take too. it I did too yeah. because only because you were you were looking at uh, uh the not the most desi- desirable you were looking at the discharge that was bad you were mm-hmm. looking at uh, you were looking at a general discharge or something like that and it was so I, I came to you guys and asked you guys. Yeah, we pussied out. Me and Sam straight up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I came to you guys and said, hey, what do these discharges mean? You know what I mean? Because I, I wasn't, no one was telling me what to do or nobody was guiding me, you know, down that path of, hey, you know, if I get this type of discharge, how is that going to affect my civilian career? Or how is yeah. that going to affect me getting another job somewhere? So I went, I came to you guys and you guys are, you know, said, oh yeah, just take it, just take it. And I was like, fuck you guys. Uh, my, that bit, I've never gotten the stick. Have you gotten the stick? No. Yeah. So we never got the stick. But he was in a shitty spot, and I, uh, I remember, and I remember thinking what I would do, and if. You so know, what would you do? And that's. I don't know, man. It's just like when we talked about the cops in other states that have to enforce COVID mandates. Like I can't say that if I'm 18 years into a 20 year retirement and some liber- some asshole. He said it. Oh, sorry. I'll bleep it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Write like down. some assholes trying to be like, make a point. Like, I'm not wearing my mask in this Burger King. And you're like, dude. And, and like my, my brother brought up, it's more of a trespassing thing. But anyways, a lot of cops had to enforce these rules. And I don't I can't say what I would have done. Would I have constitutionally stood up for everything and quit my job? So I, I look at it this way. I mean, this is kind of cheesy to talk about and to say, but, you know, when George Washington crossed the Delaware River, you know what I mean, in freezing cold temperatures, like, those dudes were patriots, right? Like, those dudes were legit. And they would have fought probably tooth and nail to what's going on nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. And to all these things that are happening. And we're talking things that are happening probably 10 years ago that we don't even know about that they would have been fighting for, right? Mm -hmm. Never mind this coming to light, right? So I think back about those guys, and say, you know, so the founders of our country, would they have just laid down and said, okay, yeah, you know what? British, you guys can 3% tax us. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's, it's no big deal. Come on over, you know? Or would they say, wait a minute. Like, this isn't right. You know what I mean? This is not something that I'm, I'm willing to do, right? And which they did. So um, I thought about those times, which is kind of cheesy to talk about. But at the same time, you know, I truly believe in those guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I would watch The Patriot, you know what I mean? The movie The Patriot all the time. I love that movie. With Mel. With Mel. And, he, and, and, what, and what did they say? What did he say? He said, you know, you need to be aware of, you shouldn't be aware of one tyrant 3,000 miles away. You should be aware of 3,000 tyrants one, one mile, mile away. One mile away, yeah. Right? So here I am. I'm like, why are they pushing this so hard, right? In my mind. And in the military, they don't want free thinkers. You know what I mean? No, the, that's the, what the, Sam talks about yeah, all yeah, the time. The, the free thinkers, <laughs> the, the free thinkers are in the the special forces. Well, that, or even look at any government job. We talked about it last episode. Even police work, you are an outcast if you are a free thinker. Yeah, you know, if yep. you don't like, if a if in in a roll call room, if nine out of ten dudes stand up, and, and not for, not for a respect thing. If, let's just say. Nine out of ten dudes do something or ten cops do something and you don't. Everyone looks at you like, why are you not in uniform with us? And you're like, why are you guys doing what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Which is really bad when people that enforce laws can't use discretion and think for themselves. Yeah, that's exactly. The, that's the cops that you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here I am thinking for myself. <laughs> and they did not like that at all, right? The military. So before it became – they didn't really push it that hard before it became mandatory. But once that shot – once that stick became mandatory, right? <laughs> it was an all-out uh, psychological war, 
at that point. On you? On me and all my buddies, right? So we got pulled into an office with a high-ranking senior leadership, okay? With two of them, actually. One that was an enlisted guy and one was an officer. And these guys like pretty high ranking, like not the, the highest unit. ranking that you could possibly be, but at the unit, right? Okay. right. There was one guy that was the, that was a you know CEO, whatever. He didn't really have anything to say, but um, they pulled me in the office and they said, "Hey, um, the commander in chief um, is pushing for this to be a dishonorable discharge. Do you understand that?" And I said, "Yeah, I do. You know, because why aren't the other shots dishonorable?" Because I know guys that refused the flu shot that got out with an honorable discharge, right? So I go, how, why are they all of a sudden changing the rules here, mm-hmm. right? And, and making this a dishonorable discharge when the rest, you could refuse the anthrax one and get an honorable discharge. So they pulled me in the office and said, you know, the commander in chief, they didn't directly say, hey, you're going to be looking at a, a dishonorable discharge, no matter, guaranteed. They said, the commander in chief is pushing for a dishonorable discharge. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? They said, what are you going to do when you lose your police job? How are you going to feed your family? How are you going to feed yourself? What are you going to do? And I sat there and I had tears in my eyes in the office because here I am suffering all these years trying to make it to my dream job, you know, and to support myself and to make a living. And now I'm in an office and, and these guys are standing above me saying, hey, you that's it. The dream's over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. take this, if you don't put this into your body, everything you work towards, it's, it's over, you know? And I sat there with tears in my eyes and I said, well, I'm an educated person, so I'll figure something out. And that's what I said to them. You're and a stubborn son of a bitch, bro. Super stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I'll figure something out. And they looked at me. They said, are you, are you sure that's your answer? I said, yeah, that's my answer. Me and Sam would have been like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I said, we're like that. But no, you know what I mean? I, I thought about... Stick me harder, Yeah, daddy. I thought about... Yeah. Can I have another? Yeah, because I thought about what this country was founded on. You know what I mean? And I wasn't willing to bend, you know what I mean? And stick, put this something in my body when I'm a healthy adult male. Well, right. <laughs> you choose. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So these guys pulled me into the office, right? And said, relax. Okay. <laughs> and said, you know, hey, this is going to be a dishonorable. Right. And I, I stood my ground and I said, no, I'm not I'm not freaking taking it. Right. And, uh, you know, then they brought up another thing, too. They said, hey, you know, what about that Tampa cop that died? Right. And I was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. You know what I mean? Like he, he wasn't. That's not me. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not dying. I didn't even get sick. So come to find out. So come to find out my buddy who's a. A uh, <laughs> Westerner Florida cop. Okay? We got too yeah. many code words. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm talking in ten code right now. <laughs> so, so hold on. So my buddy, that's a, a Western Florida cop. Yeah. Okay. Gulf Coast cop. Go- Gulf Coast. <laughs> Go ahead. Shut up, Sam. So, um, he was like, I said, hey, w- what's up with that dude that died at Tampa? Fucking Gulf Coast fucking university. <laughs> Gulf Coast University. <laughs> no. Gulf Coast fucking Gulf Coast uh you know police <laughs> job, whatever. Sumoma. Yeah, this this isn't working out. So, <laughs> so So he goes, Oh, he had the stick. And I go, Are you kidding me? I said, Well, the high ranking officials in that office were just holding his death over my head. Yeah. Right? So as time goes on, they're about to get deployed. 
okay? And they go, okay, you guys are not deployable because you guys refuse. You and your crew? Of, uh, I said COVID. The stick. Yeah, I just said, mark that down. Stick it in the butt. So he goes, yeah, me and my buddies, they go, you, you're not going anywhere because you don't have the, the stick, right? So I was like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I really, I really don't care. And five days before they started workup, they called me and go, hey, pack your stuff. You're on orders next week. I go, oh, wow. what? Wait I go, first of all, I have dogs at home. You know, I have to hand in all my, my cops gear, my we cruiser. Got text, yeah. I got, I remember. Oh, I yeah. You were yeah, I, yeah. I told you guys. Yeah. I said, yeah. hey, they just called me and said, hey, I have five days to hand in all my police stuff and get ready for deployment, for a year-long deployment, right? So I go, to, I go there, and I'm on orders. And I'm like, so what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, they're like, we don't know. We, have, we don't know anything. You know, you, you, as of right now, you guys are going, right? So as time goes on, I'm like, like, I don't understand why I was lied to and told me and told I wasn't going. And now all of a sudden I'm going within a, within a month, right? So they're going, it's typical military. They go back and forth, right? Yeah. They don't even. Well, they realize they didn't have the numbers and they're like, shit, we need the numbers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we don't have the numbers, but oh yeah, but, but it's mandatory. Yeah. But you have to take this, but we don't have the numbers. Oh yeah. Okay. But you know, th- all right. You have one more chance to take it. Just, just take it, right? So that's yeah. what it was the whole time I was there. Of course. Okay, yeah. just go down the medical, and you know, this is your time to. T- you can, this is your chance to take it. Would go down, refuse. I went down to medical, and there was like five high rank, the highest ranking guys in medical. You're about to hold your ass down, dude. I, yeah. I, I, I was sitting. In, <laughs> I was sitting in medical with five of the highest ranking dudes, right, from the enlisted side and officer side. Okay, Ooh. both all standing there, and I'm sitting there in a chair by myself. And one dude goes in and goes, yeah, I just got boosted and comes out. I was like, I go, dude, these guys are sick, right? These guys are, are brainwashed and they're sick. They're trying to convince well, you. Well, they're also that, making like, 100 plus and yeah, got yeah, their yeah, own yeah. cars. And so they're trying to yeah, brainwash me into yeah. going in and saying, oh, yeah, this is a good thing. I Get the stick is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get into the stick is cool. Get into the stick is cool. I'm like, no, dude, it's not cool. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't need this. So... um, that happened, and then we finally had enough, and we went in. Uh, me and my buddy were the only two on orders, and we finally went in because this other high-ranking dude was calling us Batman and Robin. Oh, look, it's Batman and Robin. You know? I'm like, whoa, cool whoa, whoa, whoa. Who are you? <laughs> Who do you think <laughs> I was? You were Batman. Yeah, of course. I know, you were my, Batman. Yeah, of course I was Batman. Big muscular man. <laughs> yeah, so, so they're like, oh, you know, you know, Batman and Robin are over here, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you know, thanks, man. I go into the high, the highest ranking dude the next day. I go, I want to discharge now. I said, I've had enough of this. I can't, yeah. I can't take it anymore. I'm about to slap you in the face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Calling me Batman yeah, and Robin. Exactly. Again. Yeah, yeah. This dude calls me Batman and Robin again. You'll see Batman <laughs> and Robin. Okay. So, I'm gonna drop my. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I can't be how I want to be on here. But um. So he goes in and goes, whoa, 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 whoa. He goes, hold on, we, we can handle this. We, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll work with you guys. I was like, okay, now this dude's bowing down to us, right? So he's like, hey, we're going to have you call a uh, psychiatrist and say it's just stress, that you guys are going under stress. So we call the psychiatrist. It's a captain, right, out of another state. She goes, all right, tell me what's going on. I tell her the whole story, okay? <laughs> that they wanted you to say it was stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tell her the whole story. You were supposed to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes, she goes, this doesn't sound like a medical issue. She goes, this sounds like a legal issue, right? 
And I'm like, yeah, I know. I go, but I'm contacting, you know, retired Jags. I contacted a retired Jag. And he emails. He wrote, yeah, I remember what he wrote to you. Yeah, he emails me back. Goes, just take it, man. It's okay. I go, what? So here I am seeking help. Like, how do I navigate this, right? If I don't want to do this, here I am trapped, almost like a prisoner. You know, where I'm, I went into the, the highest ranking dude and go, I want out. I'm done, man. You know what I mean? I'm not taking the stick. You guys can't convince me. I'm not doing it. I'm here to serve my country. I'm not here to take orders from people that are pushing this so hard, right? And there was another uh, high-ranking guy that said to an E5, hey, um, just use your persuasive mm. uh, manners remember that. Yeah, you yeah, to get these guys to take it. So all these things are happening, right? And then the rest of the guys in the unit are looking at us funny because we're the only ones wearing masks, you know? During one drill weekend... They made you guys wear masks and yes, that's it? Yes, and everybody else couldn't wear masks. So there's two of us on the whole base wearing masks, okay? Because we're the only two that are unmasked. Uh, only unst- two without the stick. Unsticked. We're slowly losing Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to slump down. Yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> I'll get on with it, Sam. But uh, Yeah, you didn't get the stick. Yeah, I didn't. And get- I'm proud of you for yeah, that. I know, because now, now... You're sending me all these things on, you know, social media. Of, of and I go, this motherfucker was telling me just to take it. And now here he, here he is posting on social media. Because I support <laughs> you. I know you. So <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> but not, yeah. I was just always worried about your career because I got I wasn't, out. I wasn't. Because guess what? This is bigger than my career. I know, but I got this out. This is America. I, yeah, this is America, bitch. Listen to me. I did 12 years. And when I went to go apply, I got 0%. So I was like, thinking of it, just do your 20 and get something better than nothing like me. Because I have two deployments. Yeah. I have all this shit. I got injured, hurt, all this shit. And they're like, hey, fuck you. You got 0%. Yeah, but that's, why, that's why I didn't the guy who graduated boot camp and hurt himself has 50% VA disability. But that's why I didn't want to rely on the VA. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't want to yeah. rely on the VA, and I said, you know, I'm a healthy adult male. I don't need to rely on the VA. Even so, it's just I just wanted the best for you. Yeah, and I was about to Big slap you. <laughs> I love all the shit we're seeing well, now. But the crazy thing <coughs> is, when I so when I was in, and I wanted because as infantry, you want to go to war, you want to get your CIB and everything. All these crazy shots that I got, I was like, I'll do anything yeah, to go to war. Oh, for sure. And I got what was it? The, what's the one that you? Get you to have get? to take it. You, you uh, have to take that. Everybody in the military. Yeah, the, the uh, smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah, yeah and it, it fizzles anthrax. up. I got. I probably the anthrax. They said it was seven shots. I probably yeah. got like 15, 16 shots of anthrax. Yeah, we're all gonna die in like ten years. There, it's all gonna activate and kill us. Probably, but, yeah. I mean, but I wanted that's and the military approached the the stick. The stick wrong. Because they made it, I don't know. They could. Before, they should have just told your ass. Oh, it's a mandatory flu. Like, all right. yeah, here's your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like, all right, fine. Here's your flu shot, and that was it. Because I remember going. What was it? Boot camp and primo. Yeah, but because they made such a big deal out of it in the media, yeah. right? If they were like, oh, it's, yeah, a, it's a matter of principle. Yeah, it's a matter to, of print. It's all principle. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, I I talked to that captain. They, they she finally said, uh, you know, this is a legal issue, right? <laughs> What? 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 Oh. Come on. He can't contain himself. Um. 
<laughs> real, real. What, what, would her, what was her voice sounding like? No, no, but real quick. Real quick, because I'm enjoying this. I love how Moon has a million injuries and he's still fucking a mass in shape. I had like one injury and that was because of me. And I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Fucking fuck. Yeah. You made me but, real depressed. But, <laughs> but you, I, I make you impressed. No. Yeah, I'm but I, I trust you with my life no matter what I shape know. you're in. You I know, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're a really, really good cop. I've seen Sam on scene and I go, holy shit, how does this guy think of this stuff? That's pretty clever. He is Su- very clever. Super clever. You know what I mean? I said, okay. That's it. Just put and, everybody and, and, and Sam, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Sam Sam takes a step back and looks at the scene, you know, and goes, okay, what? you know, this is what we have. Let's make a good, smart decision here. You know what I mean? Why are we doing this? Instead of the young cops that just dive in and are acting like psychos, you know what I mean? Which... That better be in uncut right there. What? What you said. Yes. Why? Because it's gonna save your save your IA investigation. <laughs> he said I was good. He said I was good. Just read the plot. Hey, uh, the guy who refused the stick said I was hey, good. Hey, FOP Lodge, whatever. Uh, please. Not ninety-three. Yeah. All right, so we're at legal issue. Oh, so yeah, so the captain said it was a legal issue, right? And at that point, I'm done. I'm clocked out. You know what I mean? The psychological warfare that they put us through just for that stick, okay, was, I felt like I was in a Rambo movie. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is all out psychological warfare. And it was every single week, that every single month I had to go, right? Did they leave you alone when you weren't there at least? They weren't bothering you, like on texts, like... Um, like harassing you? Uh, well, I mean, when, I know. When, when, when they weren't there, yeah, they, they left, and they were kind of leaving us alone a little bit when we would still go to drill. But before they left, um, you know, we drill. We have, like, an all – a big meeting in the drill hall, okay? And they put well, – I have a picture of this. I took all the pictures I could and evidence, okay, of everything. And they had all the people that were – God. <laughs> okay, start over. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, hold on. You'll get on a rant. I gotta pee. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Let, hold it. I gotta get. I gotta get through this one story. Okay. This is a good one. When you were the blah 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 naked. Okay. So. <laughs> so we were having a big meeting in the drill hall. Stop drinking it next to the mic. Oh. So and everybody was. Wh- whoever was had the stick. They put all their chairs touching. Okay, and then everybody that didn't have the stick, they put their chairs six feet apart. So it was almost like psychological war- warfare because all everyone is on that side, and here I am sitting by myself alone in a chair with a nut with my other buddy, and and with a mask on. Everybody has no masks over there, and all their Don't chairs. Don't you want to be like us? <laughs> oh yeah, all the chairs are shoulder to shoulder. I go, this is this is legit. We're at war right now, you know. Because now they're doing this on purpose. They're purposely putting people's chairs closer, shoulder to shoulder. Um, so yeah, I, you just spilled that all over me. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was my breaking point right there. Did you get out? Yeah, so they ended up putting me into the inactive service. IRR. Inactive service list. <laughs> which is IRR. Yeah, which is basically the IRR, but they, I had to surrender my cat card. I no longer receive any benefits at all, and uh, basically I ride this out till the end of my contract. It was eight years. Mm-hmm. 
Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's honorable that's discharge. You're going to get an honorable? General or other than honorable, yeah, yeah, which general, would kind of fuck yeah. you. No. No, no, it doesn't at all. It won't no. affect my police career whatsoever. Well, no. Well, luckily for you that you are already a cop. But I'm saying if you weren't, oh, then you couldn't become... Yeah. But you, you bet your ass that if I'm going into a police interview, I'm it's, telling them this whole entire story. Yeah, because it's okay. it's hard because it's such a rare thing to see less than honorable or other not less other than honorable or general. You don't see those. You see you see dishonorable and you see honorable. Yeah. So when it comes across a, an employer's table, they're they're like it, get, it weirds them out. I've talked to somebody who saw one once and they were like, "What's this fucking movie?" They just dismiss it. Yeah. It could, it could get turned into like, well, it's not honorable. Yeah. But and, and I know how police interviews go because I've been to enough of them where they'll just look at it and say, eh, yeah. n- you know, not even if you explain to them in the interview, they don't give a shit. You no, know what I mean? they'll just discard you yeah. and say there's 15 more honorable discharges. Yeah. They check a little bit more boxes than you. Do. Yeah. Yeah. So here I am going through, you know, patrol on midnights. OK. And then here I am in psychological warfare at my other job. Okay, which is once stress a month. on stress, stress on stress, and nobody cares, nobody knows. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking to my family, but do they, they're not going through it, you know? Yeah. Or I talk to my buddies, and my buddies have no idea or don't care. They have their own lives, you know. So, for a long time, I was super stressed. You know what I mean? Super stressed, and I still performed, you know, mm. because I didn't feel sorry for myself. I didn't choose. No offense, Sam, but I didn't choose alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say that. And that's when a lot of people. Well, would be I like, say, I'm can like, I? I want to give credit to him. Yeah, he always did his job. He always took his calls. He always did everything he was supposed to do. Sad or stressed or depressed, you still did your job. Yeah. So I'll or give I still you that. went above and beyond at work and did the self-initiated stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or or found the bad guys, you know what I mean, without showing any emotion at all, you know, mm-hmm. or without showing that I was going through something else in my life, you know, that was hard. So, yeah, um, not like me. I showed it. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. He got offered help at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah because because I said I didn't want to do a certain thing. They're like, are you suicidal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam wait, I got okay. I got peep. I got no, peep. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to tell us one thing. All right. When you when Sam was at briefing every single day. I'm going to pull day, a boomer. What? <laughs> no, when Sam's at briefing every single day. This is a funny story. He just looks at his notepad and just scribbles like fake notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I, I, I would literally sit at briefing at attention and literally stare straight ahead at the supervisor. And one time I clicked on my phone just to see what time it was. Oh, shit. And I they got, called you Oh, out, they called yeah. me out. They lost their minds. Really? Yes. Lost their minds. And then Sam's over there scribbling fake notes. <laughs> I, I, look like I, go, I go, this is like a senior cop move. <laughs> scribbling <laughs> fake notes. Let so yeah, let yeah, it feel yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drawing dick pics on my fucking notepad. Yeah, and, yeah, and I go, just goes to check his time. They're like, Moon, you're not going to pay attention? Yeah, yeah. You're they're, a piece of shit. What, you don't want to pay attention? They go, what is wrong with you? Are you okay? Bro, let Sam go pee because I want to tell the story about when I first met, we call him BK. We call him Big Kyle because we're all in a friend group with another Kyle. Okay, you guys go pee. Oh, my God, Sam. Please are, don't are knock we, over cameras. Yeah, when I first met you. Um, well, not when I first met you, but like one of my first things, like interactions with you, mm-hmm. is you were in FTO, so they had like 
trainees do classes on the dry erase board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had done a really good class. It was it was pretty much like just to show that you're a trainee. It was basic knowledge and yeah, yeah. it was almost like hazing. And you did it, you fucking whatever, blah blah. And I remember I asked an obvious question and you looked at me like like I was about to fucking kill you, dude, from across the <laughs> yeah, way. I was, this guy serious, yeah, like, dude? Yeah. I was like, are you kidding? Dude, do you think I want to be up here? You know? I'm a, I'm a 30-year-old grown-ass man, dude. Do you think I want to be teaching a class right now in front of a bunch of 21-year-olds? No, I don't. <laughs> about common sense. Yeah, about common sense policing. And testosterone. I mean, this is super taboo. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. People are like, oh, you're on steroids. You're on this. Are you going to get on it, Sam? No, never. Why? Why? I will not. Okay. I will not. When the time's right, dude. When, when you're the dying, time's right. When, when you're on your deathbed. <laughs> when my kids are 18 and I'm what done. What does that affect? What? What? Affect your kids support. having. <laughs> I'll put my smile support and testosterone. All right. You make no sense. But anyways. <laughs> so wait, wait. Here. Wait, wait. This is my argument. No, don't. So I, I don't want to hear your dad, fucking wait, argument. Wait, wait, wait. No, I, I looked at my it. dad as a hero all the time. He never took any of that shit. Yeah, you look like a real. You look like a hero. Thank you. He had a bubble gun. He was a Green Beret. He's been shot. He's got fragmentation in him. And he's fought cancer three times. He's still alive. Well, you he might have a naturally high testosterone. And you might. You just got to get tested. He he probably could use some testosterone, honestly. Because low testosterone, at cancer, seven, cancer is eight years old. Yeah, but cancer is a factor of low, of, uh, low testosterone. Is it? So, yeah. good. Then I'll get... <clears throat> I know if you're getting testosterone... Um, and you develop, I think it's only colon cancer. You have to stop taking it because the testosterone can actually make your colon cancer worse. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah. there's no, and that, other than that, there's no downside to having testosterone. There's some speculation that you could go balder faster, but mm-hmm. it's still not proven. It's no, not proven. No, no, no. Well, for our world, we need high yes. testosterone because... Just the things we're doing. Yeah, because I asked um, another guy that has a podcast, Brian Peters, who played in the NFL. He has a world-renowned doctor on his podcast, and I asked him. I said, hey, can you talk to this doctor about cops, military, guys that are under high-stress situations every single day for 30 Mm -hmm. years about taking testosterone or replacement therapy, right? And the doctor actually came out and said, I highly recommend it yeah. mm-hmm. because you're seeing things and doing things that normal people don't see every single day. And how is that? And not sleeping a normal schedule. Like me and Sam are still on midnights. Yeah, right? that's fucking wild. You guys yeah. are up answering texts like 10 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, Bro, it's so like three I, hours I, sleep. Yeah, I don't have time. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't have tough. time to, to feel sorry for myself and sleep all day. I got shit I got to do, right? Yeah. Or I got to go train, you know, because who knows what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's why I go to Sam's calls and answer all his calls for him. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, 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 again, it's like which you said I was, I was a huge. Well, I was very skeptical about testosterone beforehand because I was not about to use needles or stick myself with a needle, right? And I noticed when I was in, you know, um, the bad area of town. And all the stress that I was going through every single night with, you know, 40 calls holding and doing the self-initiated stuff, I noticed a change in my body where I was getting a lot softer, right? Mm -hmm. Or I was still working out, but my muscles weren't defined anymore. So literally the stress was just eating my body away. Mm -hmm. And I was in the worst shape I probably was ever, I've ever been in. Yeah. And then I finally said, you know what? I need to go get my levels tested and come to find out my levels were at 130, right? 
Oh, shit. Yeah. On, the, on the general scale from zero to a thousand? Yep. From zero to a thousand, my levels were at 130. What's the average horror? They, before, they want you to have seven to 800, and then optimal is like mm-hmm. 1,100 to 1,400. Yeah. So it could have been the stress of the military stuff going, I was going through mm-hmm. and the stress of police work, right? And I had some other things going on at home yeah. um, that were happening, which were stressful for me too. And so I went to go get my levels tested in June. And after getting on it, I felt the best I've ever felt. And don't get me wrong. You still have to eat right. You still have to train. You still have to do the proper things. Like just because you're taking testosterone doesn't mean your body's going to magically change into uh, Superman. Right. Well, did you notice your mental health? That I noticed I was less depressed. Yes, I was I'm less. Like, I was less depressed. Probably the first thing I noticed. Yep. I was less depressed and I was actually calmer. I think that my testosterone levels affected my mood to the point where I was really angry. And I've noticed that on calls now, I will take a step back and people that were are drunk people that are talking shit to you, you know, and that you really want to put in handcuffs and drag off to jail. I'll take a step back and take a breath and be like, it's really not that serious right now. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's just out of it. We're in the past. I would get really angry. Yeah. Right. So I think that has helped my mental health as well. You know, with my anger, my depression, and everything else going on. <sighs> Sam turns to alcohol. <laughs> <laughs>